Thanks for tuning in to MANA, a short daily meditation to feed hungry souls with God's Word. These episodes were prepared by ordained ministers for a radio broadcast called Voice of the Church and are now republished by the Reformed Perspective Foundation, a Canadian charity that applies biblical truth to the issues of our time. Here's today's serving. Well, hello, listener, and welcome to another episode here at Voice of the Church. My name is Pastor Daniel Ventura, and it's a joy to open God's Word with you today. Uh, Today, for the month of February, begin a new series uh, in the book of Hebrews, chapter 11. And the topic of this series is the race of faith. Now, if you're new to Christianity or just listening in for the first time, I hope this could uh, just be a nice introduction for you on what the Christian faith is all about and also what the Christian faith looks like practically in the lives of God's people. Uh, But also, if you're a fellow Christian here today listening in, I certainly pray that this series would encourage you and strengthen your faith and your desire uh, to live for the Lord Jesus Christ. And so again, we're looking here at Hebrews chapter 11, and I want to begin with verse 1 as we just look at a couple of characteristics of the Christian faith. I'm going to read for us Hebrews 11 verse 1. It reads here, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen, for by it the elders obtained a good testimony. Now, this letter to the Hebrews was written to a group of Christians who were tempted to abandon their faith in Jesus Christ. Uh, they were suffering for their belief in Jesus. Uh, some were losing their homes, others were being physically mistreated, and others were being mocked for their faith. Uh, moreover, these Christians... I couldn't see Jesus with their physical eyes. Jesus had ascended into heaven at this point, and it seemed a bit easier for these Christians to practice a religion that was more visible to the eye. And so some of them were tempted to go back to the Old Testament religion of Judaism, which was more comfortable and culturally acceptable. And I think we can all relate to this. Uh, We too can be tempted at times to live simply for the here and now, simply for those things that we could see with our eyes and those things that we can touch. It's difficult to step out in faith and live for God, especially when we're mistreated and considered outcasts for being followers of Jesus Christ. And this whole letter to the book of Hebrews is really a a strong call uh, to these struggling believers to hold on to Jesus and to show them that it's worth it in the end to follow Christ. And so for this first meditation, I want to highlight for you just a a couple of key aspects of our Christian faith. The first thing that we see here is that when we believe in Jesus, we receive the very blessings of God now. In the first part of verse 1, we read again, Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The substance of things hoped for gets at the idea that what we hope for in the future is already present and real to us by faith. Uh, One Bible scholar by the name of A.W. Pink, he puts it this way. He says, Faith gives the object hoped for as a future period, a present reality and power in the soul, as if already possessed. You know, for example, Christians hope one day for the resurrection of our physical bodies when Jesus returns. But by faith, already, the Spirit of God raises us up to newness of life. Again, a Christian hopes one day to be free from the battles of sin. 
But already now the Spirit helps us in our weakness to live for Christ. Hebrews is saying to us, even now, faith takes hold of the blessings of God, even though we still look forward to the future. Right now, a person can experience real joy, forgiveness, peace, rest, and communion with God, even though the full realization and experience of those things is still in the future. Now, how is that possible? It's because true faith takes hold of Jesus Christ. Faith connects us with a real living Savior, and in Him we find every blessing of God. This is why a person of faith can live with a sense of assurance in their souls in any season of life, because even now their imperfect and weak and growing faith takes hold of a strong Christ. Perhaps you're wondering, Well, what really defines true faith in Jesus? And there's three key elements to true faith I want to highlight for you. First, you have to have a knowledge of who you are and of who Jesus Christ is. The Bible reminds us all that we are sinners in the sight of God, meaning that we have not lived the life that God calls us to live, a life of obedience to his word. But the Bible also tells us about Jesus and what he came to do for sinners. We read in the Bible about how he came to this earth to live that life that we have not lived and to die the death that our sins deserve, but also that he rose again from the dead the third day, showing that he is the Savior. And so true faith has a knowledge of these things. But second, you also must be convinced that these things are true that these things are true of you. You must agree with God and his word about these things, about what his word says about you and about Jesus. These are two elements to the Christian faith. But these two elements uh, don't save a person. Because if you think about it, uh, even the devil himself has these two first parts of faith. He knows God's truth And he believes it. So what makes a person a Christian at the end of the day? Well, true faith must have this third necessary element, and that is personal trust. You must believe that the good news of Jesus Christ is for you personally. That when Jesus lived that holy life, he did it for you. That when he suffered on that cross, he suffered for your sin. And that when he rose again from the dead, he rose again for you in order to make you right with God and to make you new. You see, true faith unites you to Jesus to receive the blessings of God even now. That is what is meant by the first part of this verse. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. But one other key element here I want to highlight for you, and that's the second part of verse 1 says, faith is also the evidence of things not seen. Here we're told faith is a kind of spiritual eyesight that is able to perceive God's hand in everything. Perhaps some of you listeners are familiar with magic eye books. Maybe you looked at magic eye books growing up and are familiar with what a stereogram is. 
A stereogram is a three-dimensional image puzzle. You usually have a two-dimensional image. Usually looks like a bunch of dots or waves in a pattern on a page. And if you stare at that image long enough, allowing your eyes to focus in and out, you will eventually see the 3D image within the image. And the evidence that you know that that 3D image is there is that you can finally see it. Well, what characterizes someone who has true faith? Well, you can see God's fingerprints all around you. You could see him in the world that surrounds you and the beauty of creation. You can see in your own life how he has worked to bring you through different seasons in order to grow you. You can see his goodness primarily in the person of Jesus Christ. In one sense, faith is itself the evidence of those things not seen, Hebrew says. It's a spiritual eyesight for the Christian. Here we're reminded in this opening meditation, the Christian faith is not a wishful thinking or a blind leap of faith in the dark, but the Christian faith is based on the testimony of God's word, and it connects us with a real person, Jesus Christ. The Apostle Peter writes to the church in 1 Peter 1, Though you do not now see him, you love him. Though you do not now see him, you believe in him and rejoice with joy inexpressible, receiving the outcome of your faith, the salvation of your souls. You see, although now we do not see Jesus with our physical eyes, we look to him with the eyes of faith, and even now we receive the blessings of God. Well, next time, listener, we will consider what this faith looks like in action, practically, in the lives of God's people. So please join us next time for another episode here at Voice of the Church as we continue on our series, The Race of Faith. But until then, may God bless you and may he indeed give you eyes to see his beauty all around you. Thanks for listening.